Pang's Parenting Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. A quick moment to let you know that um, golly, September is approaching and I still have the 20-minute free um, consultation available if you go to my website, The Pathways to Parenting, and that's T-O.com. Um, uh, you can click on the button for a free consultation, and I've said before, you can use it to uh, find out if I'm the right support person for you and your family um, by just you know asking some interview type questions and and you know covering a few basics. Or it can be you know I've got 20 minutes, I have one topic, go, and I'm happy to do either um, because I know time is precious and our situations sometimes are very pressing. And so I'm offering that still through the month of September. Um, the other quick note is thank you again for um, sharing some thoughts and questions. And please keep doing that. I'm trying to get to as many um, of those as possible so that they can be included in a podcast. Um, today's topic is natural consequences. It is fascinating to me that we have kind of taken these away from our kids and then we can't figure out why our kids don't learn anything. And it's, it, it seems to be part of a new type of parenting um, where we just, we want to protect our little ones. And that makes sense. You know, the mama bear in me still wants to protect my child and she's 23. Um, that doesn't go away, but it also gets in the way. So this overprotective, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. I don't want you to have a conflict with friends. I don't want you to have a toy that gets ruined. I don't want you to, you know, and it goes on and on. And we're failing our kids by getting rid of or covering up natural consequences. So one of the, one of the things I highly recommend <laughs> is there's a clip out there on YouTube from Barbara Coloroso. And she was a teacher uh, and a public speaker in like the 80s and 90s. And she's fabulous. So she talks about natural consequences and just does a fabulous job. So there's a plug for her. And I, I certainly hope that, you know, you'll take a minute to go look that up on YouTube. Um, but let's just go through natural consequences. It is what will naturally happen if you don't intervene. <laughs> and it's hard. We, like I said, we really want to protect our kids from, you know, what's really going to happen. Plus, maybe we have an investment in some of this, right? Um, so I'm just going to give some examples and I'll try to cover the bases and, and we'll go through natural consequences. So I've just picked out kind of three. So... Let's start with the first one um, is your child can't find their homework and it's time to get ready either to get on the bus or be driven to school or whatever. Um, we understand how that can play out and you know the consequence of that is they're going to get a lower grade and the consequence of not having it is going to be stressful for them and the consequence, those are natural consequences. And depending a little bit on the age of your child, you are going to have to let them suffer those natural consequences. One thing I might want to preference 
preface here is that I hope you've done the teaching ahead of time, setting good examples that you didn't just say, you know, let's take a kindergartner or a first grader. You didn't just say, you know, oh, go do your homework. And you never set the example of, wow, when you're done, let's put that in our book bag so we're ready to go tomorrow. Um, if you just looked at a kindergartner and they said, well, I can't find my homework and you've never set this example, there's a little bit of a problem on your behalf by not setting the example, helping them learn, here's some techniques for not losing your homework and being able to turn it in. However, if you jump forward, you've set those examples and now we're a teenager and it's ninth grade and, and we're looking for some independence. And that child is saying, well, I can't find my homework. It's okay that they suffer those natural consequences. You can be empathetic, which is highly important because you want to keep that connection with your child. Wow, I'm sorry, that's not going to feel good, is it? Um, oh boy, that's... I know that's going to be tough. I, I think, what's your teacher do? Doc five points? Um, blah, blah, blah. So you're empathizing, but you're not solving, right? Um, so let's jump to another one because, oh, here is, and I have done this, um, but here's the problem with it. So they forgot their lunch. I can't tell you. <laughs> I did have that happen, but there was a limit to if it was going to become a habit, then I knew I had a problem there. Um, but the child forgets their lunch and we think, oh, we have to, you know, leave work and go pick up food for them. Or we have to stop what we're doing today and run this food in because, oh, they'll die of starvation in an hour. No, they won't. And that's a hard one right? It's food. We know our kids learn better when they're eating nutritious food. and But once or twice, facing that natural consequence of, wow, I was really hungry by the last period of the day. Yep, you were. How do you want to solve that problem? You're giving them agency and helping them learn so that when they're an adult, they have, you know, oh, I'm always going to take my lunch to work for whatever reason. I want to make sure to pack it the night before or I need to get up 20 minutes earlier so I can pack it that morning. You're giving them options. Um, those natural consequences happen and they are a little painful. But trust me, they're not as painful as never learning the lesson within it. Um, this might be an this might just be the easiest to understand and understand where we come from in it. So let's just say it's a favorite new toy and your child leaves it outside. And it's really tempting because maybe we have the investment of we purchased that toy and we don't want to purchase another one. Or it was a gift and whatever, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle is going to be so disappointed if something happened to it. Um, or we know it's our child's absolute favorite toy. And what if something happens to it? 
So I get that that we're invested in those consequences. But again, got to have some level of let's have a natural consequence there. You know, you let's say it's a book. You leave that book outside overnight. It's probably going to be damp. It, you know, the pages might curl a little bit, something or other. So natural, excuse me, consequence there. What do you do? You let them go ahead and experience it. If it's a toy, um, say it's one of their favorite race cars and it gets left out and that night it rains. Well, might rust. And our tendency is either to go out there and get it for them or, dear God, we're going to go buy you a new one. Not a good idea. Got to face that natural consequence. Huh. Wow, that, that toy's not going to operate the same, is it? Wow, I, I mean, I'm sorry. So natural consequences need to be experienced. Learning is experiential. So we need to allow that. Um, I'm going to go off on a slight tangent, though, too. And that is, it's really tempting to belittle or, um, I guess that's the only word I can think of. And you're not solving the problem. You're not motivating your child. You're not fixing anything with those words. And those words sound something like, well, I told you so. You know, you left your toy out overnight and, well, God, what, God forbid, maybe it got stolen because it was outside. I told you so. Not solving anything, right? Or, duh, what did you think was going to happen? Not solving anything. Okay. Those are our frustrations coming out, and we're the adults, so we need to check. Check yourself. I don't need to say that that's not going to be supportive. I'm not making a connection with my child, and connection is huge. We need that. We need that emotional connection in order to grow in order to feel safe, to feel heard, to feel seen. So don't impose all of that. And I understand wanting to say it. Duh. But again, not helping. So this is where you're saying, oh, wow, I bet it's, I bet it's, you know, upsetting you that you left your toy out. I'm sorry. Or, wow, you did leave your toy out. Um, I guess, you know, we'll look at it and see if it still works. Not I'm going to go solve this problem and buy you a new one. Maybe you have to say, well, maybe it's going to work differently now. You know, if it's all rusted, but you don't have to run off and solve it. That, that's not going to, that's not going to help the natural consequences. So I'm hoping that I've kind of just giving, given you, um, the importance of natural consequences, some ways to get through it with your kids, knowing that it is a part of growing up, that things will happen, um, and that we have to then make different choices so that they don't happen again. 
And until we feel some of that um, sting of that natural consequence, we're not going to choose differently necessarily. So that's it. Um, if you all have thoughts and questions on natural consequences, be sure to reach out. Um, the connections that I have are, are in the description with the uh, podcast info, and I'd love to hear from you. So take care, everyone. Be well. <laughs>